What's going on? This is City Wrestling Radio, and this, well, this is our weekly retro Sunday Night Heat review show. I'm your host. I'm the ever so lovely and talented Mr. Corey Smith, being joined via Zoom chat with my co-host, the main roster mate himself, Mr. Jose Oseguera. He's over there. How are you doing, sir? How's everybody out there in the interwebs doing? We're doing well here back in 1998. Can you believe it? It is December 6th. December 6th, 1998. Sunday Night Heat. Uh, we're going to talk about the whole show. But first off, to answer your question, I'm I'm well. Thank you for asking. It's good to hear. You know, this Zoom thing is really getting annoying. And it looks like we're going to be going even deeper into shelter in place very soon. Yeah, so. now, now we have to deal with other county. Uh, I'm not even going to get fucking into it. Yeah, just buckle up, <laughs> buttercup. And nonetheless, uh, Attitude Era, Sunday Night Heat, December 6, 1998. Oh, and I have a light flashing in my house. It's okay. It's just a ghost, a ghost of wrestling past. And we're going to talk all about it. Uh, because a lot of stuff going on. But one thing, uh, you know, I want to get into, uh, don't forget to like, share, and subscribe at City Wrestling Radio on Instagram and Facebook at CWR415 on Twitter because, hey, I don't know, support us. Just, you're watching the video, click like, subscribe. You like it, you know, just just, just let us know. Let we the won't world clog know. your timeline. We're, you know, we're very well, aware that way. I mean... Maybe in story mode where I'm just like, you know, I wish stories on um, like you can, I would actually I should start just like telling stories, you know? Yeah. OK, uh, maybe maybe that should be what it's used for. Uh, but a lot of stuff. Uh, one thing, you know, I want to say it's 1998, the peak era. It's not WWE, but I just want to mention the peak era of WCW and the whole, uh, you know, one of their top guys at the time, Sting. He. You know, at the time, WCW, of course, you remember him. He's just made his comeback in AEW. And, of course, you know, me and Michael, it's, oh, it's Sting. Oh, it's Sting. It's Sting. Yeah. Tony Schiavone. We Schimano. haven't seen Sting since 2001 in TNT when he infamously fought Ric Flair on the last Nitro ever when Shane McMahon purchased the WCW. Yeah, Tony Schiavone was just flipping his shit. Uh, but me and Michael Vergara, we did a whole... Uh, the review of the show earlier this week. Uh, go check it out if you haven't watched it. Winter came, left, and he left a huge mess all over the place, and me and Michael were there to clean it up, all the thoughts. But just real quick, what were your thoughts, Jose, on the return of Sting? Dude, I marked out so much. Yeah. But after, you know, relaxing a little bit, calming down, because I was still hyped, juiced. Oh, my God, Sting's back, Sting's back. I thought, what impact impact will oh, yeah. sting really have um wow he might for yeah. me you know uh i'm thinking he's gonna be you know uh maybe four times a year wrestler uh i, I mean i think he's more active jake the snake more active arn anderson more active than Tully blanchard yes 100 percent is no, he gonna I th- be i think uh he's gonna that? he's gonna wrestle for sure it's not gonna be you know the uh, the WWE thing that he did where he was wrestling Seth Rollins for the world title. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's not going to happen. No. Um, however, I think some people are saying he's never going to wrestle. I I mean, I, I said what I had to say on the show, you know? Um, yeah. it, it, he's, Sting's going to wrestle again. 
Um, not for the new, not even, even not against the newly crowned AEW World Heavyweight Champion uh, Kenny Kenneth Omega, yep. but you know. It, it would be cool to see him fight Darby Allen, but I don't think. No. That, I don't think they. I mean, I'm saying it would be cool to watch them fight, but I'm thinking of Sting, you know, in 2001. Yeah. I'm not thinking about, you know, 2020 Sting. Yeah. Uh, maybe if he adopts uh, Darby Allen and Thunder Rosa and he raises them as his children and, like, <laughs> yeah. he's just, like, walking them along the rafters, but making sure they don't fall. Like, yeah, like they're yeah. there. Calm down, Thunder. Don't, don't fall over the edge. And she's just like. Like she's like punching Darby. Darby's like, stop it! All I feel is pain. I don't know. It could be, yeah. But uh, like I said, go check out that review because mm-hmm. it's pretty pretty good. Yeah. Uh, let me say that the MGF stuff is interesting, fun. Yeah. Well, it's MGF. and that world title match was pay per view quality. I'm not saying it's New Japan quality, but it's pay per view quality on you know for free on a Wednesday. You know what I'd say? It was. Dynamite. There you go. Uh, yeah, it was a good show, great show. Uh, Mike, and like I said, Michael had a whole lot to say about it too. So go check out the show in the little pop up little thing up there. At, like I said, right click, save for later. You gotta, you gotta talk some heat now. We gotta talk heat. Um, because nothing's better than the heat. Yeah. Well, one quick mention. Another one more thing before we get into the show. Uh, a great staple of heat. A great staple of heat and the. WWE universe and wrestling in general, San Francisco, Montreal, Pacific Northwest. Uh, you think the intercontinental title, you think Royal rumble, you think one of the first openly gay wrestlers in all of time. Well, maybe not all of time, probably one of them. He definitely was a groundbreaker. Pat Patterson. He passed away. Uh, like I said, we talked about it the other day, me and Michael, but you know, also like he's a huge staple in the attitude era. Mm-hmm. To be thinking he was in his, like, he was 79 when he passed away, you know, in 2020. We're going back 22 years. So he was 57 at the time, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, Still St- Sting is 61 right now. Let's just think yeah. about that. You know what yeah. I mean? So Sting is older than Pat Patterson was in the Attitude Era. Mm-hmm. Um, and you, Pat Patterson, I mean, he was a hardcore champion for a minute, too. Mm-hmm. I know he was, like, uh, covered in body armor, but, you know, yeah. still. And something that that's really really cool is uh, San Francisco gets a shout out, and Cowbells, uh, baby. yeah, uh, Jim Ross brought Jim Ross for some reason he he remembers as well. Uh, so yeah, he brought up the fact that uh, Pat Patterson was known for his um, I, I, I want to say uh, Royal Rumble, but that's not right. Battle Royale, yeah, for his battle royales in San Francisco at the Cow Palace. So that yeah. that was a pleasant surprise to hear. Yeah, you know. Um... What is there to be said about Pat Patterson? You know what I mean? He's one of the anime, but everyone loved him in the industry. Um, you know, I, you know, I don't know. You know what I mean? Like I, what else can I really say about the guy? Yeah. No, the, uh, the, the I, we don't know him personally, so we don't know what type of, I met him. I met him post. once. Yeah. Yeah. We, you shared the picture on the socials and, and I held a um, fist at him. And he was like, Oh, Mm-hmm. Keep that away so, from But me. as far as we hear, uh, he he's definitely a standard bear for all pro wrestling. I mean, I think all, I think all of wrestling. You know, I'm not going to sit here and talk about his controversies back in the you know the 80s and WWE mm-hmm. days. Um, but you know what I mean. Everyone else, a lot of gay people have really come forward and been like, Pat Patterson's a great guy. We all cherish and love and respected him. He was actually Vince McMahon's best friend 
Oh, really? I, I didn't hear that. Best yeah. friend. Yeah, he was his best cool. friend. And um, actually, one of the theories out there that I heard on Wrestling Observer Live is, uh, you know, Pat Patterson has been in a home for a while. And, mm. you know, they were, they were saying on the show, possibly could it have been, you know, could it have started when everything kind of went downhill in WWE? You know, you mm. then you're, you know, your best friends in the hospital, you're distracted. Yeah. So, uh, our condolences to the friends, family and everything, everything, everyone else mm. of Pat Patterson. So, and you gotta say this guy was the best stooge ever. Oh yeah. yeah He's yeah. way better than Briscoe yeah. or Slaughter or any other stooge that's come after. And, uh, tonight Patterson, this show is for you, buddy. Uh, let's make him go banana. Uh, we kick off the show with, well, let's talk Sunday Night Heat now. Uh, we kick yes. off the show with Yamaguchi-san and Kayantai. And we don't even know where this takes place from, right? Uh, December 6th. Or, no, not when, where? I think, uh, Phil, no, that was last week. Was no, last week, no yeah. idea. Maybe I wrote it down somewhere, but I actually watched this way too early in the week. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> so I got to read through my notes and have it come back to me. But Yamaguchi-san and Kayantai, they kick off the show with a backstage promo. It's in Japanese, but I'm assuming they're saying, hey, welcome to the show. Uh, Taka, he's going to have a title match. He's going to win because we really like him. Um, actually, I was really trying to find a translation of what he was saying. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I know it's I'm doing too much research at that point. Yeah. But uh, everything I came across was like, yeah, he just shouted some Japanese. I was like, okay, he could make something up and just be like, hey, he said, welcome to the show. Yeah, internet writers in '98 were lazy. Yeah, I think it was that. I think it was that that one dude's blog of doom. Anyways, it was again. Huh? <laughs> I think it was Give Dave. Too many uh, damn points. Dave. Uh, kick it. Uh, then we kick it off with Jim or uh, Jim Cornette. He's back. The Corn Man is back with Kevin Kelly on commentary. Which did Cole get a demotion? What's going on here? Uh, well, I wanted to point that out. How Michael Cole was working backstage tonight or that night um, yeah. while Kevin Kelly was out on the commentary desk, and I think mm-hmm. they were just trying things out and they were working things around, just seeing maybe what Kevin Kelly had. Yeah. So, um, let's see. Let's see. The, we go on to uh, the first match of the night: Takamishinoku versus Dwayne Gill for the light heavyweight title. Um, I mean, like I said, Dwayne Gill's still the light heavyweight champion. Uh, Taka takes it to Gill right as the bell rings. This continues for a few minutes. Tornado DDT to Gill, leading into a missile drop kick. Uh, Taka then signals for the Mishinoku driver, and then Gill just gets a uh, kind of sloppy reversal and uh, out of the driver what? into the pin. And what? What? Yeah. yeah. Come on, you guys. Taka what? controlled this match like. Bell to bell. Nine, almost. 95% of this match. 99 points. All <laughs> Gil did was get a roll up. Well, it was two minutes and there was a three count. So I would say like technically <sighs> it's 97.3, but I feel you. I swear it's a 24 title all over again. Well, the, or, the light a, heavyweight a title? Up. Yeah. A simple oh. roll up gets you the title. Well, there's, there's, they don't care about it. You know what I mean? They, they, yeah. they never really cared about the light heavyweight title. Mm-hmm. So... Like, it's one of those titles, too. Like, once even they got the Cruiserweight title, they were like, well, fuck this title. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I thought they were going to keep the light heavyweight title and nix the Cruiserweight. But I guess Cruiserweight's a better name, so. Yeah. Sounds cooler. 
Uh, like this was a if, if Taka would have won, this would have been a good squash match, but mm-hmm. it was that screwy WWE style finish. Yeah, in the nineties, late nineties. Well, we get to see the acolytes coming and murder uh, Kai and Tai. Yeah, they go after her like Kai and Tai, like movie style. So they go after Kai and Tai like two on two at a time. Mm-hmm. And you just see like Taka in the corner. He's just like watching. He's like, oh God, okay, it's my turn. Ah! Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, they take out Kai and Tai and, um, uh, was it Yamaguchi-san? Oh, and remember their, their manager, the Jackal, mm-hmm. won Don Callis of Impact Wrestling. Yeah. So uh, Kevin Kelly and Corny, Jim Cornette, they run down the show. Tonight, we have a major announcement by one Owen Hart. We have the corporate champs. That's the corporate WWE champ, The Rock. The corporate intercontinental champion, Ken Shamrock. And the hardcore champion, <laughs> the big boss man, versus the brood. And mankind versus the undertaker. And when I saw that, I was like, yeah, I'll fucking believe it when I see it. Mm-hmm. Because they did that to us, I think, on the first show. Yeah. Where they were like, you're going to get Mankind and Undertaker. I'm like, there's 30 seconds left. And this, mm-hmm. I could see what's there's going no, on. Here. Gonna, yeah. Uh, they're building up, uh, you know, as they're building up this Undertaker Mankind match, Stone Cold Steve Austin enters the building through the back. He's not even scheduled to be there tonight. What? I know, right? We got chaos ensuing backstage already. Uh, we yep. cut. But Cole is on the job. Michael Cole, he's taking a break from the commentary desk. He's backstage. He's waiting for Austin. Uh, uh, but he's not going to talk to him until after this match. Yeah. Uh, it's LOD versus too much. And um, I don't know. It's too much. I think it's. I think this is the end of too much. I think that this is how they get written off. I'm just guessing. But if this is how they want to get written, to write them off, go for it. You know, one of them has a leg in- injury. Mm-hmm. Uh, so. And they're up? purposely doing this thing with LOD where they're making all their matches shit. Dude, hold on. I'll get into it. So okay. LOD goes right after too much as right after the, right after the bell rings. Draws, uh, he's super aggressive, beating down on Brian Christopher. Hawk working on Scott Taylor on the outside. Uh, LOD focusing on the knee of Scott Taylor after Draws clipped it coming into the ring. Draws applies the weirdest looking single leg Boston Crab that I've ever fucking seen. He like grabbed the ankle and he moved to the thigh. He was just like holding his thigh like uh, He bear hug your leg. Yeah. And I was like, uh, that's not even me. I was like, Mm -hmm. that's not how you. Okay, sure. Whatever. Uh, Scott Taylor taps though. Uh, It's uh, it's not a horrible match because like I said, you thought it was horrible. Like the ending was really bad, but they're doing it on purpose. I think. Well, yeah, I think think everyone hit their spots though. You know what I mean? In this match. And oh, yeah. No, no sure. I, I think it was actually booked to be a lame finish and a lame match because Animal's doing all the, you know, uh, LOD spots. Yeah. All the muscle spots and stuff. And Draws is just spending the whole time on the outside working on um, Christopher. Yeah. Um, and it just, it, you know, the, w- with the way that hold comes off and how the whole thing feels, it, it's like they're... Uh, they're taking away what this new LOD could be, and they're trying to show you that the old LOD is the way to go. Well, you know, so I it's purposely. I it wonder was, if this was just a place builder, a placeholder. I mean, for when Hawk returns, you know? Yeah, one hundred. Yeah, yeah, totally. They're they're trying to tell you, look, the the best version is Animal and Hawk. Yeah, draws when uh, Hawk comes back is 
gonna get his ass beat. Okay. So we move on from uh, that to uh, Michael Cole backstage with Stone Cold, Steve Austin. Um, okay, so I feel like this whole clip right here, like they were all just laughing and just like having a great time, and they were like, "Oh God, this is gonna be great!" And five, oh, we gotta do this now, okay? Because Austin was just kind of like seemed a little nervous when he was mm-hmm. talking. Uh, Michael Cole was like, uh, "Stone Cold Steve Austin, why, why, why am I here? Oh, yes, why are you here? You know, Austin just wants to watch some good wrestling back on. Oh, excuse me, he wants to watch some good wrestling ringside. He has his own ticket he bought." Ain't no reason why I can't be a spectator. Yeah, I mean, spectators usually go through the front door. Yeah, I mean, they, don't, they don't carry their you know gym bag with them. Yeah, and get served beers ringside when, <laughs> when, when they're in ninety eight. Yeah. Uh, nowadays, I'd be like, okay, people who sit ringside probably do have some sort of like, luxury seats. Yeah, like, oh, can you bring me a drink, please? Thank you. I don't want to miss any of the wrestling matches. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Stone Cold Steve Austin, he said, like I said, he just wants to watch some good wrestling here. And he repeats himself a few times. Oh, then we move on to the WWF rewind of the night. <laughs> I was hoping you'd bring this up. Literally something that just happened. They rewound the tape 30 seconds. Two minutes ago. <laughs> it was a literal rewind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm surprised they didn't just go back and watch the whole Austin thing, too. Mm-hmm. It's of Draws uh, having the dumb, weird leg lock thing on uh, Scott Taylor. So ridiculous yeah yeah uh then we move on uh the doctors are backstage looking at scott taylor and oh man my leg he's like my leg my leg i honestly think this is how they get written off i don't know mm-hmm. to be honest this is how it seems like how did they bring the, I, I don't want to jump too far ahead of myself but i don't remember them too cool them yeah yeah i remember i mean yeah i think but i don't remember you know I don't remember how they came back. That's what I'm saying. Well, I think they just showed up one night dressed just like one Monday hip hop, you know, and now they're hip hop. Yeah. Yeah. Cause you see, um, Scotty's, his mustache coming in. It's coming in guys. It's yeah. Coming in. Yeah. yeah. You're going to give him the rest of the time off. Let it grow out. Mm-hmm. And his hair gets spiky. Go yeah. find a gel that works, bro. Yeah. Uh, then we have Owen Hart's major announcement of the evening. Oh, what could it be? Uh, Owen Hart, he uh, states he has a blockbuster announcement to make. He says, Steve Blackman, you've disgraced the legacy of the Blue Blazer for the last time. Because on Monday Night Raw this past week, the Blue Blazer actually attacked Owen Hart. But it wasn't the Blue Blazer. Mm-hmm. It was Steve Blackman. Dressed like Who the Blue Blazer. Uh, he, you know, um, he says, you've disgraced the name of the Blue Blazer for the last time. Enough is enough. And it's time for a change. So I'd like to announce seven days from now at Rock Bottom in Vancouver, I'm coming out of retirement to fight you, Blackman. And one other thing, or one other tidbit of you. Wait, what? And one other tidbit of you. Just remember, there's a little bit. Oh, for you. Oh, he said, one tidbit the, for you. you. There you go. Sorry, my notes. Uh, he said, there's a little bit of the blue blazer in all of us. And I was just like, right. Yeah. It's like, what did you do to my drink, <laughs> Owen? So, eh, Owen Hart, he's good. I mean, he's not the best on the mic. Yeah, no. And I do it, love the, that phrase, though, enough is enough, and it's time for it. It's just iconic. Yeah, yeah. totally. Uh, but you know what I had a problem with is what? that his announcement was relegated to Sunday Night Heat. It wasn't a raw announcement. That That's kind of sucked, no? Yeah, you think, um, you think that would be, especially Owen Hart coming out of retirement? You'd want yeah. to build it up a little bit more. Well, no, we're going to announce this on Heat. Yeah, no, they had to have too much time for Shawn Michaels 
the Commissioner Shawn Michaels on Raw, remember? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, then we have the DX arriving to the arena, Triple H, China, and X-Pac. Uh, Corn- oh, where are the outlaws? Ooh, Cornette was really, where are the outlaws? I don't even know where they are. Okay, yeah. I honestly don't remember this whole, like, them almost joining the corporation thing. Yeah, it, it's such a big tease. I think it ended up, you know why you don't remember it? Remember it is because there wasn't an actual breakup. They just teased it, teased it, teased it, and then the big swerve was that they're all still together. Yeah, and then at the end, like Triple H, uh, Triple H together. leaves eventually. Um, towards the end, I think of our our tenure here at Sunday Night Heat. Uh, but yeah, I don't know, man. It, it, it's weird. It's weird. Yeah. Uh, so uh, Heat on. so far is moving by really rapidly. Yeah, I, I just noticed that. Like we're having a, a, a really, you know, uh, a, a very boom, 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 boom type of uh, show. But I mean, this week it's just like, what is there, you know, really going on? You know what I mean? To be like, yeah, well, it's it's, but it's moving. Yeah. What do you have so far? Well, you have a title match that ended up in a in a weird fashion. Um, oh, we'll get there. You have <laughs> you have uh, LOD squashing. You have uh, a whole bunch of backstage segments and then the Owen Hart announcement. And oh, we actually, just, we're finding all cylinders here. Yeah. Uh, and we're we're not even 30 minutes into it. We're like maybe, what, 20, 25 minutes yeah, into tw- it? I, I would want to say so, about 25, 30 minutes. Yeah. Uh, we have the corporate champs, the Raw Ken Shamrock and the Big Boss Man versus the Brood. Uh, this is a paint-by-numbers six-man tag match. Shamrock nah, is starting to get good. What's up? It was starting to get good. Oh, it, it was it, good. It was it was going. It was going. I was like, oh, okay, this is a good match. But it was like Shamrock and Edge, uh, sh- uh, Christian and Boss Man. You know what I mean? Like everyone got their hits in on someone mm-hmm. else. Mm-hmm. Uh, corporation uh, building up the heat on Gen Grill. Rock and Gen Grill kind of go at it for a minute, a little bit. And it, to me, they actually built Gen Grill pretty strong against the Rock, if you ask me. Mm-hmm. Uh, Triple H and X Pac uh, run down to the ring, attack the corporation. Uh, well, you know what, you know, road dog and Billy gun come down and they go after the brood. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was a double DQ, but I will say this. It did answer my questions from last week. Like why were all these other teams help? Remember it was like road dog mm-hmm. and Billy gun were helping the corporation because they were going after the brood. Yeah. And you know what I mean? So at least they stood with their DX brethren, even though they all had a stare down and then they just kind of left. Yeah. And they were like, what do we do? And then we get the signature Triple H mooning. Yeah, Triple H really liked to show his ass to people in the 90s. Especially to Ken Shamrock. I want to say this isn't the first time. I thought that was it to Ken Shamrock. I thought it was to the crowd. Well, Ken Shamrock was right there because X-Pac threw a kick towards uh, Shamrock. Okay. Uh, We move on. Then we have Mark Henry versus Jeff Jarrett. Oh, finally. Dream date 98. Dream date 98. We get the recap of Mark Henry and China's date uh, where, you know, she was forced to go on a date, but he's really just a good guy. He's just a teddy bear. Oh, you know, he, he that's how he gets his dates. He threatens you into a lawsuit <laughs> and then you have to go on a date with him. But yeah. then you really start to like him. It's a form of, uh, I think they call it Stockholm syndrome mm-hmm. um, because they're on the date. China wants the, it to end the entire, you know, the entire date. And then at the end, when like Mark Henry's dancing, she's like, that, "That's when she was like, this guy is pretty funny." She's like, "If he could dance, you he he probably makes means. a good partner. He's probably really reliable, mm-hmm. and I can trust him 
I wonder if he's scared of cameras. No, I don't think he is. No. uh, Then some guys try to like make fun of China, and he beat them up. So. Oh, they both beat them up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do like that. That Mark Henry, the Mm -hmm. the the wanting to try to impress the ladies. Like he's like, I'll take you out. Do this. I don't like the whole like he's forcing China to go on a date with her. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I would have liked it if he was just like over and over again just asking. And she's like, dude, just you know, which is even like a little much. Like, yeah, don't yeah. do that. If a girl tells you no, or a guy tells you no, somebody says no to you, just whatever. Some, someone will say yes. Yeah. Um, and, and a little bit of over-explaining or covering up the fact that this isn't real. Do they have to mention that they got away just before the cops came? So there were no reports, Bob. We're fine. Yeah. I, I think we would have done well not knowing that. The cops are like, they show up there, what happened? They're like, uh, well, do you watch wrestling? They're like, well, yeah, it's '98. They're like, great. You know, you know, China and Mark Henry's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. They they beat us up. Oh, okay, we're gonna go to the arena. Yeah. What? Why? What did you do? Yeah. You? Uh, but Mark Henry, he has a match. He's actually being billed as sexual chocolate now. Um, Jeff Jericho's right after Henry issuing a bunch of strikes, but it didn't last for long because uh, Henry outpowers him, hits a leg drop and a power slam to Jeff Jarrett in the other way around, power slam to then a leg drop. Uh, Deborah gets in the ring to distract Henry. Jeff Which Jarrett. Is standard operating procedure for Jeff Jarrett nowadays. Yeah, she gets in, she distracts, and they just kind of leave at one point. Yeah, like he does always. We talked about that last week, where Jeff Jarrett would just roll out of the ring, just kind of. Okay, bye. Walk, walk I'm leaving. You know what pisses me off? The damn Yankees. I wish there was, there was none of those. Which, you know, I kind of. He was talking shit to the ref, and I was like, is he talking crap to him because he's wearing like stripes and they're like pinstripes and that's like the yankees oh maybe look at you you yank yeah i knew this company is from connecticut but i didn't expect the officials to be uh jeff jarrett gets a guitar to strike henry but delo steals the guitar strikes jeff jarrett so jeff jarrett wins by disqualification uh this wasn't more than a one minute filler match and i think i talked about it longer than the match actually took place yeah and then we get a surprise uh entrance by a goldberg goldberg (laughs) Gold dust. That would have been that would have been very surprising. Um, Gold dust comes out to the ring, or to at least to the ring. He goes, "Hey, Jeffrey. Oh my god! Since your associate has the ever so hot and burning desire to strip off her clothes, I have a proposition for you. You and me at rock bottom. If you win." I'll strip down to my birthday suit. Oh, <laughs> but if I win, little Debbie has to show us her tasty cakes. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. Maybe Wait, it's just what maybe, is? Go on, but it, but it sounds like Gold does is in a win-win predicament <laughs> here. Right? <laughs> like Jeff Jarrett's like, no. <laughs> How about you want to give me some money? You want to give me some money if I win? I don't know. What what the fuck do I get out of this match? No, but Jeff Jarrett's like your own. Yeah, you you know what gold dust? You pissed me off. Your own (laughs) tasty cakes. So I I do love gold dust. He's great. Uh, Is is there such a thing as a Miss Debbie's tasty cakes? Yeah, there's tasty cakes. Oh wait, no. There's such a thing as a little Miss Tasty Cakes is a Tasty Cakes is a different company, right? I don't know. That's why I'm asking. Wait, C A K E S, uh, Tasty Cakes. Let me see. Uh, no, Tasty Cakes. No, Swiss. not by. They're by something else, by another company. Miss Swiss. Miss Swiss. Yeah. So is, is it? 
Oh well. Okay. Yeah. Whatever. Ah, uh, that would have been great if it if it was. Uh, still a good line. Still a good yeah, line. he he should have said uh, she wants to show her nutty bars, or he could have said, "Little Debbie, let me show you my nutty bars." <laughs> my ding dongs in, in exchange for your tasty cakes. Uh, then we move on to a really weird match: uh, Tiger Ali Singh and Babu uh, versus <laughs> versus Luna Vachon and Kurgan. Has Babu ever wrestled? I mean, he's probably taking a bump here or there. It's the 90s. He was a, a, little, we, we he was a tiny manager. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, Luna just squashed Babu, and they battled into the, crowd, into the crowd, and then they were just like, well, then never mind. That wasn't even going to happen. We don't even care. So, they didn't even know that the bell rang. Did the bell ring? It did. Oh. Yeah, man. They should have got counted out, double count out. I'm calling yeah. it right now. Um, as soon as Luna hit the first punch while Babu had his back turned, that's when they rang the bell. Yeah. It actually I really wish they would have pushed Luna like after this. Dude, she was she had so much skill. She, she was a she natural a, in there. She had way more to give, I think. You know, after I think she could have had a run with that title. Yeah. She's the a the only thing the, is that what's up? She's daughter of the Is it Mad Dog Vashon? Of the Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Are we uh, am I right or am I just talking shit? I don't know. No, 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 yeah, yeah. Is it Mad Dog Vashon? And maybe she was niece to uh Moondog Rex and Moondog Spot. Okay, now you're just uh, dogs. Luna Vachon, stepdaughter of Paul Vachon. Of Paul Vachon, uh, mm-hmm. also became a wrestler, most notably in the WWE. Um, the Vachon family. Oh, there's a lot of people. Oh, there. Yeah, Mad Dog Vachon. Okay, good. I got that one. Paul Butcher Vachon, uh, Vivian Vachon, Luna Vachon, mm-hmm. uh, mm-hmm. and then and then Ian Carnegie. Okay. Uh, son of Vivian Vachon, former amateur wrestler. Oh, and a member of the Ottawa High Hookers. Go Hookers! <laughs> oh, well, you know, back in the day, back, back, back in the day. Oh, he was, days. he was an art. No, no, this is 1980. Okay. <laughs> uh, oh, well, you know, in the, yeah, uh, late 70s, there were, there were like, uh, it was like a style of wrestling. There, there were hookers. Yeah, no, I, that, I know there are some high schools out there with the mascot of. Let's go hookers mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, because, you know, they'll hook you. Yeah. Um, he was also uh, Ian Carnegie was a leading Canadian professional arm wrestling in the arm wrestling club. Oh, shit. So that's wonder... the, that's the Vachon family history right there. Yeah. I wonder if he was in uh, that movie with Sylvester Stallone. Was it Fist? No. Oh, it's, what's it called? Something Hawk. Step it up. Hawk. No, something. He was an arm wrestler and a truck driver. You never seen that one? No, I oh mean God. Yeah, you you don't have to. It was a horrible movie. No, now now I'm like, <laughs> uh, it's gonna pop up over the top. Over the top. There you go. And I think his name was Hawk, and he had a there hawk on the grill of his uh, truck of his semi. There we go. Uh, oh yeah, Luda Vachon. She squashed Babu. They battled into the crowd. Nothing happened. Here we go. She looked, she looked great out there. Oh yeah, she did. Uh, and then we go to our main event of the evening: Mankind versus the Undertaker. Uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin. What were you gonna say? No, but first we get that Taker Foley rivalry recap where uh, we see that everything whole, that happened. And we see a whole bunch of their matches, including matches with Undertaker when he had the purple stirrups. Yeah. Uh, Stone Cold comes out because he wants to watch some wrestling. Uh, Undertaker. Here's the ticket right here. Uh, he does not like this. And he goes face to face with Austin. He's like, what are you doing here, Austin? You shouldn't be doing here. We probably have a match later on. I Raw. got my ticket. Yeah. Right Austin then throws a beer in the face of Taker. Mankind attacks Undertaker. 
uh, Taker Strikes Austin. Mankind. What kind of influence is that? He's sitting next to two little kids, one with a cane mask on. Come on, guy. Yeah, there was a point, too, where Austin, though, was like talking to some people. Did you see that? Well, he was like, blocking. The, he knew the camera was behind him, and he was like leaning towards the, where the camera was. But he was him. like saying something to someone. Like yeah, he was yeah. like asking someone some questions. Mm-hmm. It's probably like, how are you, are you guys enjoying your time here? Like, yes, Mr. Austin, sir. Yes, sir. Because <laughs> you were afraid of wrestlers at that time. Yeah. You no, know, you Stone Cold? Yes, yes, Mr. Austin. Uh, Mankind uses a chair in front of the ref, which I was like, what's going on? But apparently the bell didn't even ring yet. So yeah, this uh, they go back and forth exchanging strikes after the bell rings, after the match is official, the fans uh, do not care about the match. All of them are just looking at Austin ringside, uh, take her mm-hmm. choking mankind with a cable. Uh, we have a rope stunner to take her low blow to take her followed by a knee lift. Socko then appears, but Hey, Rocco appears too. So rock meet sock. Uh, we have For the, the very first time. Yeah, mandible claw <laughs> to the rock, and the raf actually was the most competent decision ever. He sees the rock in the ring, and he's like, "Calling for the bell." Mm-hmm. So I'm, I, mankind gets the win, right? That's, that's a, yeah, mankind gets the yeah, win. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, mankind gets a DQ win over Undertaker uh, after the match. Uh, Austin brawls with uh, Taker and Rock and Mankind. I thought this was a pretty good match. Thank you. Good night. Yeah, no, I mean, you know, these guys know each other and they For know what it was. Yeah. In and out of the ring. Mm-hmm. No, definitely. So all in all, I think a fun, like the show flew by this week. Yeah. And I mean, for the main event, what you expect of, you know, a clean victory on Sunday, yeah. Sunday night heat. Hey, Undertaker Come versus Kane. Come on. Or yeah, not no. Undertaker versus mankind. I mean, yeah, no, never, never going to happen. Not going to happen, buddy. Well, if you're at this point in the video, thank you for sticking with us. Uh, I think that about does it here for us today. Mm-hmm. We're going to get out of here and uh, probably eat a bunch of food that's not good for me. So, at yeah, least I am. Too. All right. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. Click that notify button in the bottom. And uh, we'll see you again next week. Because next week, we got Rock Bottom 1998. A show full of excitement. And I haven't even looked at the card yet. And surprises. I'm guessing. I don't know, but I'm guessing. We'll see you guys next week. Have a wonderful day. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.